This is a Capricorn FM podcast. It's now time for the Holland Financial Feature, offering you practical solutions on how you can become financially fit for free. Right, it's been a couple of, uh, you know, Wednesdays where we've been talking about insurance, just getting to understand it because it is such... You know, it's such an intricate thing that gives us so much peace of mind, but yet so many of us struggle to understand that. So for all our listeners, you know, if you are tuning in for the first time, we've been in conversation on insurance. And today we're talking on something so important to understand when buying insurance or when submitting a claim to your insurer. And we're going to be having a conversation and, uh, you know, be joined on the line by a head of product development, Deanne van Duisburg, uh, who's going to be talking to us about this. So, you know, insurance policy schedules, and in poly, you know, insurance wording uh, forms part of your contract with the insurer. But do we really understand them? So, so before we really get into the topic, let's welcome Deanne on the line. Good morning, Deanne. Thank you so much for your time. Hi, Kani. Thanks so much for having me. So, Deanne, before we delve deep into this particular conversation, can you tell us more about what a policy wording is and why it is so important? Sure, absolutely. Um, so basically, when you take out an insurance policy, you're basically taking out an, a contract between you and the insurer. And once you are successfully registered for cover, you will receive a number of documents confirming everything in the policy that you have taken. Okay. So, so what you should get when you take out an insurance policy is firstly some sort of welcome letter. So this is a letter that tells you who exactly you are insured with and who to contact if you have any questions. Um, there also should be a document called a policy schedule, sometimes it's called a certificate of insurance. Mm-hmm. And it includes specific information about you as the policyholder, so your name, your contact details, where you live. And if there's benefic- beneficiaries or co-insured, then those details will also be included. Okay. And then it will also include things like what is your premium that you have to pay? Is there an excess applicable? And if so, how much? If any limits um, apply to you, what your sum insured is, and details around your insured property. Um, it might also include special conditions that apply to you. Um, it's really important that, that you must know that the onus is on you as the client to check that everything in your policy schedule is correct, that all your details are correct. Okay. And if something isn't correct, you must let your broker insurer know as soon as possible. Sure. So, then, okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you can continue. A lot of information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then as part of your policy wording or your pack that you'll get from your from your insurer, you'll also receive the policy wording. Okay. This will be the bigger document and can be quite a, a daunting document because it includes mm. all the terms and conditions that apply to your cover. Sure. Um, it really is important that you read through this document thoroughly, that you understand what cover is included, what cover is excluded, and what exactly your responsibilities are as a policyholder. Okay, so so when I have an insurance policy, I'm going to get these documents confirming all the details to the policy. But what are the kinds of things that will be outlined in these policy documents? So that's a very good question. So there's many things that will that will be included, um, and that's why it's important for you to read through through thoroughly. But it will include things such like when exactly does your insurance start? When and when does it stop? Um, when it comes to premiums, how much is your premium? When are your premiums payable? Is there a grace period that applies to premiums? And importantly, what happens if you don't pay your premium? And this, I mean, there's many important aspects to consider with your with your policy. But for me, I want to hone in quickly on on premiums. Okay. And I think there's sometimes a misconception with insurance that it's um, is a savings element to it, and generally there isn't. 
So let's just say, for example, you have a funeral policy um, and your premium is 100 rand. The 100 rand premium you pay for the month of July is to cover you for the risk um, that you or your beneficiaries pass away in the month of July. Yeah. If nothing happens in that month, that's your cover for that month. So in order for you to have cover in the month of August, you need to pay your premium for the month of August. Mm. So it's important that you don't miss your premium and continue paying your premiums. Else your policy will lapse and, and you won't have cover. Even if you've been paying premiums for the last, say, 10 years, you have to continue paying your premiums. Yeah. So make sure when your premiums are due, then the policy will also talk to you whether an excess applies to you and how much this excess is and when, when it will be payable at claim stage. Um, importantly, your policy will talk to you what is covered by the policy, so what events are covered and what is not covered. That's important. You don't want to come to claim stage and have your claim rejected. So yeah. it's important to go upfront what you're not, claim, what you're not covered for. Yeah. It should also then include a step-by-step process telling you exactly what you need to do should you need to put a claim through and also what to do if you disagree with how your claim was handled. And then it should also include if a waiting period applies to you and also what to do if you want to complain. If you aren't happy with the service that you're receiving or come claim stage you aren't happy, then it will explain to you how to complain and if you aren't um, if your complaint isn't dealt with satisfactorily by the insurance company, it will also provide details of the ombudsman who you can escalate your claim to. Yeah. So, I mean, so now... This is, this is, yeah. Y- y- so it's a lot of information again. It, it is a lot of information, but uh, let's just wrap that piece of information up. Sure. So, I mean, this really is very important information and your policy documents are very important. The forms... Like I said, form your contract between yeah. you and your insurer. So I really want to encourage um, listeners to, to read their policy documents. Um, when you take on insurance, go and read, understand what you need to do, you need to claim, understand what you are not covered for. Um, please don't go throw those documents away. You get them <laughs> for a reason. Um, go and keep it safe so that something, a rainy day comes, and yeah. the worst happens, you know exactly where your documents are, you can go, you go and get them. Definitely. Now, I know that something that plenty of the listeners would have uh, would be having questions on is what is and what is not covered in their policies. Can you explain that a little bit more? Sure. Yeah. So your policy wording will make it clear what, what you are covered for, so what events are covered for. Mm. And there'll also be a section in your policy wording. It will either be called um, exclusions or exceptions and have all details of things that you aren't covered for. So in other words, an exclusion is a situation where no claim can be made even though they should actually suffer some sort of loss or damage. Okay. So for example, you could have a policy that covers you for fire and, and lightning damage to an item, but maybe it excludes theft. Or for example, you could have a death or a funeral policy, but there could be an exclusion relating specifically to suicide. Um so let's talk maybe about a few examples that often come through in, in policies. Okay. So the first one I'm going to talk to you is intentional acts or intentional damage. So we must remember that insurance is there to cover an unforeseen um, and sudden event. We're not there to cover, insurance companies aren't there to cover things where the, the customer can um, foresee it and intentionally um do something to themselves or damage their property. Yeah. Insurance is not there for that. And very much linked, I guess, to that is fraudulent claims. Mm. So insurers also won't cover fraudulent claims. 
And again, I guess the next point is also again linked to that is dishonesty. So if a client provides incorrect information at um, federal stage or doesn't provide us with all the information that we've asked them for, come claim stage when we when we go and look at this information and potentially investigate it, we can um insurers can decline claims, which are claims at that stage. Hmm. So it's extremely important that at federal stage um, provide your broker insurer with all the correct information about yourself so that the insurer can underwrite the risk correctly and charge the correct premium. Yeah. Then we have a few other common exclusions that would be included. So wear and tear of an item, that would be excluded. Any damages or injuries suffered before a policy was issued will not be covered by insurance policies. Okay. Um, then we also have, now this is a very, very relevant topic at the moment. Mm. Um, but all our policy or all insurance policies will exclude war and riot risks. Wow. This includes protest actions, public disorder, or any attempted acts of this kind. However, these risks are covered by SASRIA, which is a government-run insurance company. Ah. So SASRIA was actually on the, on the news last night talking to this. So it's important to note that even though your normal insurance policy with your insurance company won't cover these risks, you do part of your premium when it comes to insuring your assets. Part of your premium does go to SASRIA, and SASRIA will cover these sort of risks. Mm. Okay, so it's very important for you to understand what exclusions are on your policy before taking out the cover. So you can make so, so you can make sure that the cover is right for you. You don't want to be in a situation where you believe you're covered against a specific risk, like say theft, only to find out at claim stage that you aren't actually covered, or maybe it's potentially limited. Yeah. So if you're uncertain about what exactly is included or what's excluded, you can always contact your broker or insurer, and they also talk to you talk you through this. Sure. I think then maybe the last point on this, it's important to note that when you're shopping around for insurance, please don't only look at um, their premium. Don't just compare premiums from one insurance to another. Mm. Look at all elements of the policy. Look at exclusions, look at what you're covered for, look at conditions um, at, at the excess, if there's excess applicable. So compare everything with the two policies. No, no, that's true. Um, and it's it's definitely also not the first time we've had an expert tell us that very important piece of information. Uh, so we will take a break. And when we do return, we we continue with our conversation with Deanne van Duisburg. And we're talking about uh, the, the policy document itself, understanding the wording and knowing exactly what we are getting into. So 27 minutes after 10. Welcome to the show if you have just joined. And if that is the case, we have been having a very important conversation uh, with uh, the head of uh, product development at Hollard. Her name is Deanne van Duisburg. And we're talking about our policy documents, understanding the wording and exactly what we are getting into. And and uh, as promised earlier on, I am going to be asking you a multiple choice based question at the end of this conversation. And if you answer that correctly, next week I might be giving you a call to give you that 1,500 rand. But you have to listen to what uh, Deanne has to say and take it in so that you have the right answer to the question. Uh, she is back on the line with us. Deanne, uh, welcome back. And, you know, there's something else that I would want us to touch on. You mentioned earlier something to do with the uh, insurance policies and, and them having access. Now let's let's talk about that. What is access? That's a great question. Um, I think this is something that's often misunderstood mm. by by policyholders. So let's let's unpack it. Yeah. So basically, what an access is well, firstly, 
Just bear in mind, not every single insurance policy has an excess. So you need to first see if an excess applies specifically to you. Okay. And what it is, is that it's sometimes called the first amount payable. This is the amount that you have to pay as a policyholder um, in the event of a loss or an incident. You kind of look at this as the uninsured portion of, of your loss. Okay. And the reason why we put in, in excess, is why insurers put in excess, is, is we try and keep premiums affordable. So by having you, the policyholder, contribute a small amount towards the claim, the insurer is able to reduce the premium. And there are also sometimes cases where you have the option to increase your excess to reduce your premium further. Okay. So it's basically like a balance of how much you are willing to self-insure and how much risk you want to transfer to the insurer. Mm. Um, but again, like I said, not um, all policies have an excess. So have a look at your policy schedule and see if, if an excess applies to you. If it does, it could be in the form of a flat rand excess. So and in, that, in that case, you'll know exactly what you're in for come claim stage. But it could also be a percentage um, amount that based on the value of the claim. So, for example, it could be 5% of your claim amount. Mm. Um, so just make sure whether excess applies to you and if it does, what exactly is it? So you know what you're in for a claim stage. Of course. So, I mean, earlier also you mentioned waiting periods and, and when my insurance cover may start. I thought, you know, when I sign on the dotted line uh, on the insurance agreement or agree over the phone with an agent that I am immediately covered or that the cover immediately applies uh, for me. So what do we talk, what are we talking about in this case when we talk of, you know, the waiting periods? So again, um, with the waiting period, same sort of philosophy with exit. It doesn't apply to every single policy. So have a look at your schedule and see if it does apply to you. But if it does, basically what it means is that even though you take out the policy and you start paying the premium, there might be a period of delay before you are protected against some or all of the risks covered by your policy. Okay. So for example, you take out a policy in January, but you're only covered from March onwards. Mm. And these sort of waiting periods are often found more in, in life and funeral policies rather than short-term policy which cover assets. Okay. And it's also often around suicide. So there could be a waiting period specifically around um, suicide, but you could be still be covered for other events resulting in, in your death. Um, so what's important to note is that you still have to pay your premium during this waiting period. I'll do policy for that. Yeah. And waiting periods are needed under are designed to protect insurance companies against individuals who have the intention to claim before they have even taken out the policy. Uh, so this again links back to our previous discussion on on the exclusion around intentional acts, intentional yeah, damage. Yeah. Insurance isn't there to cover intentional intentional acts. Yeah. So, so, so this morning you and I have discussed quite a lot of insurance content, uh, which does not seem that easy to remember to think about uh, when we are purchasing an insurance policy. But what can listeners do to make sure they fully understand their policy wording before agreeing to an insurance policy? Yes, I agree. Um, insurance products really can. I mean, although all the teams can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, especially if you haven't had an insurance policy before. So I really want to assure our listeners that they are always able to ask their broker or insurer any question related to their policy or mm. policy they are considering. Um, you really can never ask too many questions when it comes to insurance. Rather make sure you're comfortable and you understand exactly what insurance you're getting. Um, it's also important that your insurance cover meets your needs and you're getting insurance that's suitable for you. So don't ever feel obliged to take out insurance um, Make sure you 
understand exactly what's popping before you get yourself into anything. Yeah. Um, I think maybe just to summarize, here's the five quick, like practical questions you can ask yourself when you are looking to take out t- take out insurance. So okay. I think firstly, let's look at look at premiums. So what is my monthly premium? When is my premium payable each month? Um, the second thing I think you should look at is uh, when does my insurance start and or is there an end date? What exactly am I covered for? What am I not covered for? Mm-hmm. Do I have an excess or any additional payments that I need to make when I claim? And if I need to claim, how do I claim? And what documents do I need at that stage? I think you can remember those five points that yeah. will really help you when you take out an insurance policy. Deanne, thank you so, so much for taking the time to have this conversation with us. I think this is uh, perhaps one of the most important conversations of our lives as as financial beings or as beings who transact financially on a daily basis. And we appreciate your input on that. It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You are so, so welcome. So we've come to the end of another exciting episode of the Hallout Financial Education Series. It was packed with a lot of information, practical ideas that are quite easy to implement in one's financial life. And you know what they say, when you're learning and having fun, time definitely does fly. And uh, we have to say thank you again to Deanne van Duisburg, who is having this conversation with us. I really learned quite a lot today, you know, and uh, some of the things that, I, that I've done as mistakes in my past... I, I finally realize now why I've made those kind of mistakes. And let me tell you, they did come back to bite me. Uh, if you have more questions about the Hollard Streetwise Finance or the topic that we were discussing today, visit the Streetwise Finance website. That is streetwisefinance.co.za uh, to ask your question or get more financial literacy content. You can get it there for free. And earlier on, I did you know, talk about... Uh, a 1,500 rand at the end of this episode. Well, uh, I will be asking you a multiple choice based question today on today's topic and you can enter the competition via WhatsApp or our website. All you need to do is WhatsApp as the correct answer to the question that I will ask. That answer has to be accompanied by the hashtag Hollard. So it's hashtag Hollard, your name and the answer to 079 Alternatively, you can also go to our website. You click on competitions, then you go to Hollard Financial Literacy Competition and answer the same multiple choice question uh, on this week's topic. And uh, you stand yourself a chance of walking away with that 1,500 Rand cash. I will be giving somebody a call next week. The terms and conditions are also available on our Capricorn FM website page. So for the big question today, it's a very simple one. It's a yes or no question. Will your insurer insurer answer any question you have on your policy? Option number one is no. Option number two is yes. The question says, will your insurer answer any questions you have on your policy? Option one is no. Option two is yes. So for the correct answer, option one or two, uh, option one being no, option two being yes to our WhatsApp line, that's 079-899-6226, or log on to the capricornfm.co.za website, click on Hollard Financial Literacy Competition page, and then you can also enter there, T's and C's apply. Winners will be announced next week on Wednesday, and uh, I'll be giving you a call myself to give you that money. Uh, It's going to be happening on this very show, and the next episode will be on 
the 28th of July and we will be discussing our rights to response and rights and responsibilities around insurance. So make sure that you do not miss that. We'll be talking about our rights and responsibilities when it comes to insurance. So uh, I hope that uh, you're getting the answers right and sending them through because you could be the one who walks away with that uh, 1,500 rand. The Hollard financial feature on the tailored experience brought to you by Hollard in partnership with Limpopo's hottest frequency. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.